he didn't ask for any of the Claire situation to go down. Claire and Dale were together, like, from day one over there, and all he did was have the boner uh, experience on the on the massage date, right? Like, that was that was his shining moment. Okay, welcome back to the Wheel Wrap Podcast, everybody. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends. We talk about college football, lifestyle, The Bachelor, etc., etc. You can find the Wheel Wrap at www.thewheelwrap.com, at the Wheel Wrap on Twitter, Wheel Wrap Podcast at gmail.com is the email to get in touch. And you can get us from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, the Google Podcast Center, Stitcher, etc. Just Google us. Google me, bro. Um, my name is Logan Whitehouse. I am on Twitter at Logwan the Don, and I'm uh, coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida, where, you know, we are just settling in, settling into a little summer weather pattern here, some evening showers, it's humid, it's hot, and uh, still playing a lot of golf, though. So, find it, you know, getting it in, getting it in. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am once again in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where today we sadly ended our streak of san diego tuesdays uh we had we had about a mid 90s afternoon uh the humidity was was not insignificant um but we you know we just keep powering through that's a valley summer for you um i'm on twitter.com at shank jordan uh while i have everybody's attention i would like to make two public service announcements the first i would like to publicly apologize to the UVA baseball team for my role that I played in their jinx and Indeed. the ultimate collapse of their season. Last we both week. really, we both really laid it on thick on that one. We That's were, on we, me. We were congratulating each other way too early. Yeah. I'll, I'll do better next year. Um, second PSA. Uh, I would say just from personal experience, last couple weeks, couple months, as I've ventured out into the public arena uh, more and more often without a mask on. I have noticed that some of y'all stink, uh, and it and it's heightened by this warm weather we're getting. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not judging right. you as a person. I'm just saying there are some symptoms that should be dealt with. So please, <laughs> as more and more noses go uncovered these days, consider uh, your personal hygiene as a public, you know, public benefit, public good, if you will. Thank you. Thanks for that. No, I, absolutely. As a um... As one who dabbles in, in the CrossFit occasionally, I come across a stinker uh, every now and then, and I'm probably in the stinker occasionally. I have eh, some. You no, you smell good. It's Thank you. you don't smell good right after working out, but whomst amongst us doesn't? You well, know? yeah. I, uh, we also have some shirts that are getting a little on in life and need like a. I I don't know. Toss. Some kind of product needs know. to be developed. Just turn that them into cleaning rags. Yeah, point. I don't know that the vinegar trick truly works after a certain point. <laughs> yeah. But I think we at some point you just need to... To the equator, though, that that Florida sun is a little more powerful, so it can maybe bake some more odor out than... You would think. You, you would hope that would be the case. I, I actually think our problem is year-long humidity. Yeah. So, like, you go to the gym, you sweat. Here's the thing. This is a gross conversation, but whatever. We're going there. It's a lifestyle topic. You know, we really should just immediately wash the clothes we wear to the gym. Like, even if it wouldn't be a big load, it's like my clothes, Logan's clothes, like two outfits. It'd probably be worth it for the sake of our clothes because they just stay wet. Yes. Because it's so humid. Yeah. Nothing actually no, dries There was here. nothing more horrifying than lifting the clothes out of the hamper Ugh. in the garage uh, to do a load of gym clothes. And they are all moist and like 92 degrees. Yeah. And just it is well, you got so no, hot in you the got garage. no moving air at all in that garage just anyhow. So, so much correct. bacteria. That is, that is correct. So yeah, much it's, bacteria it's kicked in there. in there. I think um, that's also a reason why clotheslines aren't popular in Florida. I mean, like, what's it going to do hanging your clothes outside? It's not going to dry them. I'm telling you that You're right just going to get sunburned. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Hey, guys. Who is this? It's me, Koji. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even know what I am anymore. Social media intern, pop culture 
specialist. Many hats. Frequent guest host. I don't know. I'm here for it all. Right. Um, I would argue that the the Florida summer pattern. I don't know that it's just evening showers. It's throughout the day, pop up showers. Difficult to make plans because, like, hey, if we kayak, we could die. Because, like, it, <laughs> it, you know, we might get struck by lightning, or it's just gonna blow over. Who knows? Do we risk it? You know. Right. We did have What's some foiled say? some foiled kayaking plans on Sunday, which was we a did. Mm. Oh, speaking of Sunday. <laughs> Your girl was wired. I may oh, have yeah. immediately left the gym to go meet a friend for coffee and didn't have much food in my stomach and drank a nitro. Hey, now. Uh, cold brew. And they were not, uh, you know, messing around at this coffee shop. It was potent. And I was buzzing. Wait, this was, uh, uh, where'd you Gilbert's. go? It's Gilbert's. It was some intense uh, nitro cold brew. And I actually had to drink a beer at lunch to just get me to like <laughs> to level out. <laughs> yeah. she, was, she was so hungry and just You had slamming. to get some downers after all uh-huh. your uppers. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what they warned us about in the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah. Chasing, <laughs> chasing, uh, yeah. chasing some sort of high. Some sort of balance there, trying to level myself out. Yeah, it's probably a good thing we didn't go kayaking because I told Logan, I was like, I would have just like left all of y'all in the dust. I'm like, let's just, go! Well, and it didn't help, too, that we had a particularly soul-crushing early Saturday morning workout, too. So, I mean, I actually came home and like ate some food and then just laid down on the couch like a dead person and slept for like an hour. Like, my body just was like, no, we're just going to go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I think the nitro cold brew helped like numb the pain of the workout. <laughs> I didn't really feel it till the caffeine. Take about two hundred ninety mg's of caffeine straight off the dome. You won't feel a thing. It's Tell like hitting what. a speed bump at forty miles an hour. You don't even feel. Them. <clears throat> yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let that be a lesson to you guys. This is why you drink a Bang Energy. You feel like a super. You just feel like oh, a superhero. I can't. Like, it's the CoQ10. It like blunts all the pain that you feel, and it has three hundred milligrams of caffeine in it. So you like also not can't only feel your teeth. It's not right. only, yeah, not only is all the pain that you should be feeling blunted, but you are just ready to dunk on some fools. I'm talking ho- tomahawks do in think, traffic. Do you think Bang will, or maybe it is already, be classified as a gateway drug? Yes. Because marijuana, <laughs> well, obviously. No, well, here's right? the thing. Obviously. I mean, Bang has, what, 300 milligrams of caffeine in it per can. But like a nitro cold brew from Starbucks has two hundred and ninety. That's yeah. so like that's not that's not different at all. In general, the conversation is: should we be exploring caffeine in general as a gateway drug? To what? A gateway to what? Just addiction. Other stimulants, uh, activities, things of that nature. No, it, it caffeine improves. and sugar. Caffeine both. improves, but but caffeine has like documented like performance improvements that it it makes. Yes, but you also have to explore like they both caffeine and sugar also do tend to affect your brain the same way a lot of drugs do in terms of like the addictive qualities of both so we should just be um, yeah the, the sugar yes. thing to me is exactly. is uh, people try to be a little bit too simplistic about the sugar thing because your brain is like the, your body's biggest user of glucose mm-hmm. so you need i mean you like you you literally need like mm-hmm. sugar calories for your brain mm-hmm. so like yeah. when people are like oh i haven't done it any sugar it's like well i mean that's probably just not true. I think that's an extreme. I think anything can go to an extreme. Yeah, you, you know, know what? But your body also metabolizes different stuff into glucose. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm with you, but I think just like, that's what I'm saying. Like people are a little too blanket when they talk about sugar and carbs and, and everything. Like it's all gets metabolized into glucose more or less. Anyway, let's talk about something else. This could just become <laughs> this a has been bio topics. You didn't biochemistry with the wheel around. <laughs> Anyhow, you guys, it, it, listen, if Bang wants to sponsor the podcast, I will gladly oh, yeah. crack it. I will any get back on the Bang I will get back on the Bang I will. If well. any gateway drug wants to sponsor the podcast, yeah, yeah, we are we're... fielding offers. Mm-hmm. 100% DMs wide open, um, but you might want to DM my personal accounts. <laughs> just, just, just say. Uh, okay, what, what, are you, um, what are you drinking, Jordan? Uh, I'm back in Topo Town tonight. I've got it in the glass bottle, which is by far a, the better experience yes. of, of the options available in the store. I I've agree. noticed it's getting harder and harder to find the 12 bottle case of Topo yeah. Chico in the it's local too Walmarts. Too good of a deal. And I think people are also starting to get hip to ranch water as an yeah. experience. Yes. Um, so I think like, honestly, this is probably one of the first times I've been 
on on like the cutting edge of a culinary wave. And while it feels good, it's also not fun to be on like the consequences <laughs> end of things now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? This is true. What 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 is your tequila of choice when you're making your ranch waters? Uh I usually go with uh, the Terramana is what I have on hand right now. Is that, the, out, is that the rock? Shout the out rock to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's a it's a really good tequila, honestly. Okay. And it it's kind of frustrating that it is as like as good and smooth as it is. Sure. Because it's a, you, you go with like the the reposado or no, just the the silver. Oh wow, interesting. I think I've decided I prefer uh, like reposado, like uh, the, the the golder, the more gold brown tequilas in my ranch waters. Really? But I mean, I'll still do it with the blanco. But I just yeah, think, I think it adds, it think adds a little I'm, bit more soul to it. I, I like that. Yeah, if I'm drinking tequila just like neat or on the rocks by itself, I would probably prefer the the reposado. But mm -hmm. if it's a mixed drink, I like to keep it simple. Have you had a tequila old fashioned? No. Pretty good. Pretty good. Hmm. Anyway. So is it still tequila and vermouth? I mean, like, honestly, you just use, like, the old-fashioned mix. Or I, I have, like, a old-fashioned mix that yeah, I use, but, I mean, that's just, like, that's just, uh, it's just, like, simple, simple syrup, syrup. Yeah. and uh, cherries and some bitters, right? So Yeah. But if you have, again, if you, you wouldn't do it with the Blanca, you'd do it with, like, a, a, a more full-body A browner. Tequila. Yeah. Specifically, the Espelon aged in the bourbon barrels. Wow, Ooh, let me tell you. So good. It's too yeah. nice. Anyhow, Emily, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking some, speaking of caffeine, I'm drinking some decaf coffee, you know, to just warm me up on this rainy night. And I'm joining you. <laughs> yes, we're drinking decaf together. Yep. Plus, I'm like, oh, another thing, that, another company that's welcome to sponsor me, okay? Some <laughs> Oatly oatmeal cookie, oat milk. Oh, Whoa. oh, it is good. Let me tell you. How many cows are in this? Actually, not that many. I need to log this in. It's it's not as much as you would expect. I would say. Look, um, low carb logie is back. I also only put a dash. Kiss, like I literally did, like a. Yeah. No, this yeah. is good. This is very nice. A splash. Yep. Un splash. Um. Yeah. Cool. So I'm I'm joining Emily there. No no booze. Trying trying to limit some the midweek booze at least for a little well while. we also have beer olympics on the fourth of july so you know supposedly gotta pace ourselves yeah. supposedly it's 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 gonna be a mix of you know it's a 30 year old's beer olympics party so we may play beer pong and then just play some other games where <laughs> we might game have a, a beer while drinking like everybody's just laying on the on the, the, the pool floats you can't quite do silence. beer olympics like you used to they go a lot of different <laughs> directions you never know mm -hmm. But yeah. Anyhow, I love a good theme party though. It really does. She's uh, you know, into this I show. the last time I had like an Olympics theme party was in college, and it was fantastic. We did it like over the course of a week. At like the last week of classes, there was times we roped off our street. I mean, you the opening ceremonies. We had opening ceremonies where we legit walked around our neighborhood with torches. <laughs> And the cops showed up at our house. Oh, tiki, wow. tiki torches, you know. Yeah, it's like, Before, this yeah, is just, we've gotten this is precursor to some, <laughs> yeah, this to is, some this troubling. Is... <laughs> yeah, well, the other mistake was when we Hopefully were Hopefully you left those tiki torches uh, in college, Emily. Yes, yes, we did, we did. That's good. The, the other troubling part, looking back at it, amongst other things. So we were, like, you know, playing the Olympic theme like opening ceremonies theme while we had the torches. But then my roommate Erica suggested that we switch to the Star Wars, like the Darth Vader an anthem. Mm. That mm. <laughs> so you have that and some torches yeah. going and a bunch of white girls walking around. Not so good. Not so good. Anyhow. <laughs> this, this is a, is this yeah, that's something like you, you got to get it off your chest. Field day with that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was great times. So we did play some fun games. That's One was good. Like a water balloon slash flower fight. It wasn't all neighborhood activities. terror. It, we also had oh. some fun. Yeah. So anyway, this will be a lot more civilized. Again, when you're in your 30s, you learn a little bit and right. you correct. You're like, let's, you know, pivot here. Let's try to figure out how to do this in a safer and maybe a less offensive way. Yep. You've got years of lessons yeah. learned now informing your decisions. Exactly. That's a good so anyway, thing. we'll report back next week. Yeah. There'll be costumes. I'm excited to see see the footage on, on the gram. Oh, yeah. Get excited. 
Emily also has a new phone, so the footage will be in crystal clear, stunning HD. Yeah. Just yeah, right. Uh, not to brag, anyhow. Okay, well, so we are um, stalling here because oh. we really soldiered through one of the worst episodes of The Bachelorette any of us have ever ever seen this week. Um, Terrible. I was commenting earlier. There was like an hour during this episode where exactly nothing happened. We bounced back and forth. Katie had some conversations with herself and with some in her inside circle and uh i mean nothing nothing happened uh, we did have one absolute classic moment in this uh that i'm excited to talk about but uh, emily take us away take us through the journey that was what is this episode four yes yep uh so this week we're gonna we're gonna get to the thomas stuff but we're going to first talk about the truth and dare group date which was literally just repeat of Tasha's season. Oh my gosh. Could um, not have been more exactly the same. Obviously pointing to the fact that the place they're staying is absolutely horrible and there's nothing to do. <laughs> so they're having to recycle a lot of material here. It doesn't even seem like the, like, I guess it's cold, right? So they, like you get some like lonely dude in hot tub footage, which is, which is tough. But they don't, there's not even like a pool. Like these guys can't even go to the pool. It's not, I mean, it doesn't appear to be like, super fun outdoor activity time mm-hmm. of year also it's just like so depressing every time they start an episode it's like we're getting some buzzards we're getting some like crows barren trees and then the hotel itself looks absolutely terrible i mean i'm sorry it just looks awful like you couldn't pay me yeah I mean, you could pay me, yeah, but yeah. everybody's got a number okay <laughs> I, I might have a price okay but like it, i mean, it, i'm gonna check it out I don't need to stay there. It's like, this is where Thomas went on his really slow jog on this trail right here. This was the sulking room that Thomas sat in. <laughs> this is the sulking room what that they Carl call? shadowboxed in. That room legit had a name, though. Did you notice? relaxation room. Yes. <laughs> and I, I well, I couldn't, tell, I couldn't tell if that was, like, the Hyatt's name for it or if the Bachelor franchise had designated it as, okay, guys, this is the room if you need to just chill out and take five. I would vote that <laughs> one. Yeah. But I think they should rename it in your honor and call it the sulking room. Yeah. Yeah. Just free ideas for the franchise. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, so what were your takes on the uh, truth and dare date? Hated it. Hated it also. I mean, there was no... Hated that we heard another fake English accent from... Yes. Uh, what's his name? Andrew S. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't need to hear that, and then and then we also did not hear Katie talk about like how he's got this sexy English accent that he does, which is like, like you do know that that's fake, it's an right? Accent. Yeah. Like, I don't know that you can call it his accent versus like his his impression. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like um, the dare. Like the, it's it's. I guess it's nominally funny to see some of the dare stuff, right? Like to see. what's his name the virgin eat all the twinkies i mean sure like that that, was a good move trading out the really disgusting things they had to eat last season with like we're gonna make you eat a bunch of cards and put the like the amount of calories and grams of card on the uh carbs on the placard for you to look at do you think he actually ate all the twinkies no i don't think any of them ate all this stuff there's no way that cake was huge the cake was huge the plate of pasta was huge The mashed potatoes. Okay, here's a question. Uh, between the cake, the Twinkies, the pasta, and the mashed potatoes, what would have you have preferred to eat a whole plate of if you had to? Oh, man. I, I think it... Go ahead. I think it would either be the cake or the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I think but, it would... Like, the mashed potatoes is tough because there's no way... I could guarantee that it would stay at a like fun temperature. Like they're gonna get cold, <laughs> at some point, and then it's gonna be a real uphill battle. Jordan, my issue with the mashed potatoes is they're not like quite. It's not like a chewable food. I think the texture would start to freak me out after a critical amount of mashed potatoes because like you're just cramming, you're just like swallowing more or less like a, a very viscous liquid for a long time, and and to me, but that goes down like, easier. Flip side. You're, you're not getting uh, any jaw fatigue. Well, yeah, you're not getting any jaw fatigue, but like I don't know. Sometimes like 
I feel like you'd be able to carry more. If you could chew food, you could improve the density and get more in your belly. Whereas mashed potatoes, I feel like would stay at the same density and fill you up faster. And there, there's no way to like compact the mashed potatoes. Mm. That's fair. You are an engineer. I trust you <laughs> on these matters. When it comes to matters of viscosity and relative density, <laughs> specific it. gravity. All right. So what's your what's your uh, strategy with the cake? That was your second or first choice. I'm asking for a hell of coffee to go alongside my cake and and even out the sweetness because like the sweetness is the thing you got to overcome with the cake or the twinkies it just becomes yeah too much of a a, a brain rush mm-hmm. and but I'd, <laughs> I'd rather i'd rather do the sugar in chocolate cake form than twinkie form for sure i do agree with that see i'm not sure I'm just not a huge cake guy. Not that I'm a huge Twinkie guy, but I just feel like the novelty of the Twinkie, I could maybe just cram myself through more. I feel like I'd get really, really sick of the cake. Mm-hmm. I would get very sick of the Twinkie. I would not be able to do These are not things I would be very good at in general, mm-hmm. like being overstuffed. So yeah. if you had to pick between the four options, what would you go for? What do you think you could if you had to, like, all right. I'm I mean, if, I, if I'm plate. looking to consume the most poundage of food, it would be the noodles. Hmm. Now, huh. you would feel absolutely terrible because I think, again, we're getting back to density. You could fit more noodles in your belly than you could fit any of those other things on a weight I also weight think stretch. that legit had, like, Alfredo sauce on Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that, that changes things. <laughs> that changes everything. A, a nice creamy Alfredo, <laughs> which then gets into Jordan's issue of temperature. Anytime you get an Alfredo that starts to congeal, not good. You're not right. in a good spot. One well, and just a basic Alfredo isn't exciting enough to eat a whole silver platter full of. Like, yeah, I need I need some red chili flakes in there. I need something. So to, do you? To but you, pop. I guess in comparison, you think mashed potatoes are more exciting enough. Well, you to you at get least got there? some gravy there to where you can vary. Like, uh, ooh, I'm true. gonna take I'm gonna but take not... a, a a chunk okay. of this platter and make it a gravy boat i'm gonna take the other chunk and just do a, a sprinkling of gravy you can like you That's can vary true. the flavor experience with that extra Whereas, yeah you're not just taking straight straight alfredo shots to the day i guess it's a good point cool. yeah i mean emily what do you what would you prefer? I, I actually said last night the mashed potatoes you did yeah and that sparked my question about the density of the yes, mashed potatoes exactly. if, if if mouthfeel would start to freak I me do out. agree though with Jordan that the temperature thing for me, like I think I could get over yeah, the mouthfeel. Two thirds of the way like, through those mashed potatoes, you just, just got a full mouth of potatoes. Foods you can't eat cold, and yeah. mashed potatoes is definitely one of them. Ugh, I think it'd help if they could guarantee you you'd get one of those like little catering candles to put under yeah. the platter. Oh, and, a sterno, yeah. a sterno yeah. candle. Yeah. That's yeah. one of David Whitehouse's nicknames because he's can't heat. That's what he. That's what he says. Because I do agree with you. Like I feel like the pasta, it presents the challenge of like jaw fatigue. Yeah. Like just I don't know, especially if they're noodles that have been sitting out for a while and they start sticking together. Wolf. Okay. Anyway. Um. Okay. This might be another silly question, but the the waxing dare. If the two of you were doing that dare together and you had to wax a part of each other's bodies, what part? You oh, I think I'd works. have Jordan get my low, lower back. I gotta. I, I think I, I, I could use a little work in that region. <laughs> you, you got some good viscosity, some hair viscosity. In the I don't need to there. use a whole lot of SPF down there because there's a, it's a naturally yeah, shaded area. It's a natural shield. <laughs> I honestly think for me, um, of 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 the PG thirteen rated parts oh. of my body, uh, <laughs> taint. Right on the gooch. Oh uh, pro- I mean, it'd probably be armpits or like, or just Ooh. straight up chest. But I don't have, I don't have a ton of oh. chest lettuce. So I feel like the armpit would hurt so bad. That I have, tender. I have a fair amount of hair in the armpit, like, yeah. like a fair area covering of hair. Yeah, Oof, that well, that, that's a sensitive area too. So it, it's gonna hurt coming out. You ever wax your armpits? No, I don't want to. I shave on the reg. Yeah, no, shout out to you for that. But I'm just, uh, I guess it was just. I can only imagine. Let's just put it that way. But... Have you ever had any like facial waxing? Mm-hmm. I've, had, I've had waxing of places and uh, I don't want my armpits done. <laughs> like, let's just leave it at that. Fair enough. Um. Anyhow, <laughs> we also had the like, 
stupid whisper in the ear challenge, which was again a play on like last season where they like had to like whisper sweet nothings for what was it like ten? It was a minute last year. They had didn't they have to like get do like sex talk into the the megaphone across the thing or something? Oh yeah. So we had like, Andrew. <laughs> we had Andrew do the weird British accent, and then Greg did some Southern accent while talking about the states. Oh yeah, which was I think he was going for funny, but it, it fell a little flat. It, it read now last season. This did bring up a classic. I think it was easy moment where uh, Blake was was on the megaphone, and we just like got a cut to easy. Like, damn, he's really going through it right now. <laughs> that, that was a moment that'll stick with me for a while from yes. that season. But I it's still agree. a bad date idea overall. That's that's not enough to redeem it. I mean, it's basically just, like, putting you in, like, slightly uncomfortable situations. I hate that they, like, give you this big sanctimonious speech at the beginning of this. It's like, I want to get to know the real you and see if you're all in. Like, like, and this is and this is how I'm going to do it. I mean, it's oh. it's just, like, you could you could just say, like, oh, no, this is just, like, quasi-fear factor and people like watching people do uncomfortable things. So yeah, like, we're going to do this way, to fill some time here because we don't have much going on this week. In a way, even though it wasn't actually funny, I appreciated Greg's approach more than Andrew's because it's like, yeah. yeah, like this is a game. Let's have some fun. And like the whole Katie and the girls like, yeah. oh, like I could be so into that. Oh, like, <laughs> like no, no, that's not the point of this. Like it isn't to see like how sexy he can talk to you. Like, are we really turning it into this? This is so dumb. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay. So then, and then what we had, we had truth at the after party, at the uh, cocktail yes, party. Yes. Right? Yeah. So we had our cocktail party. Um, things Going okay. Andrew S. brings her a charcuterie board of Taco Bell and some Lunchables. There were some Takis on that plate, too. Love a Taki. Mm-hmm. Queer for a Taki. Mm-hmm. The Fuego Takis, undefeated. Are those the bright blue ones? The purple bag. Mm. Jordan, you had the Taki sunflower seeds? I haven't, but I'll have to look into that. They have the Fuego Taki sunflower seeds. It's a lot. It's a lot of flavor, but they're really good. A lot good. of sodium, too, I bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. And it is it is fully the, the, the scarlet red powder that is on the, oh, the Fuego Taki, too. Delicious. So you just pack a pack a cheek pack of those bad hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and your spit is, like, fluorescent pink. I, I knew a guy several years ago. Uh, who one of his one of his quirks that just cracked me up was anytime he was like chewing on seeds, he'd he'd offer some. He'd be like, "You want a chaw?" And I was like, "Dude, that's not what a chaw is." <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll have some seeds, dog. Like, absolutely. I would prefer if you had red man. Do you have yeah. any red man? I would love a chaw right now. But, <laughs> yeah, I would settle for seeds. <laughs> some spicy raisins. A little spicy raisin. All right. Uh. Anyway. Things are going okay, and then Trey just launches into how someone's got to talk to Katie about Thomas, and he's going to take it upon himself to use his time. And uh, this sparks a debate between he and Andres on whether or not that's really the smart way to use their time, and if it's their place to tell Katie who she should or should not keep around. So, whose side of this argument are you on? I I mean I think I'm on Trey's to to the more of a degree. Like I can see both sides. Both neither person is clearly right and each person has some valid points. Um but I think I would side like so the the two ideas are that Trey says, you know, if we have the information, we owe it to her to bring it to her attention. Andrew S. says, no, dude, just trust her and she'll figure it out eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I I think, like, that's certainly a, a good and noble thing to think from Andrew S.'s perspective. But at the same time, like, bachelorettes don't have a great track record of just, like, sniffing things out uh, in, in timely order. So, uh, and that's not to say anything, you know, bad about katie but mm-hmm. i think it's just a more more defendable cause to be like if we have it we should bring it to her attention 
because she's asked us to in the past. If we see something, say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Katie, in not necessarily a bad way, but she sort of did this to herself, right? Mm-hmm. This was her role on the previous season. Mm-hmm. And basically it was the catalyst for her essentially being in the role she's at now. So I think, I guess I'm on Trey's side because it's Katie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Andrew S is completely misguided in what he's saying too. Right. And, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would probably be the kind of guy that would want to sit it out <laughs> also. So I think I, I see where he's coming from and that like, I probably would want to also not, be the one that just goes in there and it's like, I just don't want to take away from our time. Cause like, you know, our time is so precious and important. However, I want to talk about Thomas. Um, yeah. You know, that wouldn't be my move. Uh, so I can see where Andres is coming from, but I think, like I said, Katie has sort of asked for this. And I think she, like the, the guys who are doing it are um, being rewarded for it. So I don't think it's a bad move on Trey's part uh, to do that. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so she comes away from that. Well, first of all, she does reward. Wait, Trey. Emily, do you want to take a side on this? Um, I'm kind of in the middle and I know that's a maybe lame place to be, but it's like, I think it's kind of about it. I, I felt like it was unnecessary to have like this huge argument about it because mm-hmm. to argue against Andrew, his statement is like i don't want to waste my time with katie talking about another dude which i thought was a good point but you are wasting a lot of time telling other dudes how they should or shouldn't spend their time with katie if like trey wants to well talk to you're her, not wasting time with katie though you're wasting time right but kids. i just like still think it's like why does this even have to be a thing like for andrew to have to be like no just like focus on yourself just here's the thing let guys do what they're gonna do right and if your argument is really i'm gonna focus on myself and my relationship with katie carry that across the board like not just while you're with katie sure. would be my argument that's probably true but i think it is interesting katie to jordan's point has invited some of this this was her role on the previous season and like i do think in a way it's a good strategy like i don't necessarily want a dude hanging around that like doesn't get along with the other guys right like if you want to like think about longevity of relationship you want someone who other people like Mm -hmm. and enjoy spending time with and i think you do kind of have to rely then on other people to give you some insight into what's happening when you're not with that person so anyhow yeah well and i thought it was interesting too like trey i don't did a little bit of like acknowledging that this is a show this is a production but like brought up the when she watches this back part and like finds out that we all we all knew but if you were advocating like how is that going to look how is that going to make her feel type deal so i thought that was Mm -hmm. an interesting tactic to use yeah do you guys think the like protecting katie thing gets a little overplayed 100 absolutely I, i do i do yeah and I was going to say that, like, I, I think we've definitely, like, turned a corner here in, in Bachelorette world where it's, like, you look at Hannah Brown's season and we basically had all these dudes going on about, you know, Luke being the worst and, like, she just liked him. So that was that. was that. She wouldn't have it until the very end. And then, like, somehow she spun that into us celebrating her for being strong, even though she yeah. even though she kept, like, this obviously toxic bro around for, like, four or five weeks too long on the show, you could argue. Um, and now it's, like, it's flipped, and it's, like, I don't know. I just think we're, we're headed towards, like, a weird spot where, you know, everyone's in, in, intentions are going to be scrutinized to the nth degree for forever, and then you're going to have to, like, um, hope that the, I guess, uh, group momentum is for the common good, <laughs> which I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe it is, but like, I don't know. I just, I think Thomas is wearing, Thomas is an idiot, first of all, <laughs> because he invited a lot of this too, by kind of like popping off about how like, oh yeah, like maybe I came here because like, oh, you know, it'd be a good platform. And now like his, his tactic for like trying to tell Katie that he was surprised by her and that he really likes her and was was awful all right so he i mean he's he's reaping the benefit he's reaping what he sowed here but i also think that he is kind of a, a bit of a martyr for for this too so i don't know it's just it's just an, it's 
like he, he's definitely not the only one who's had this thought. He was just the only one that was dumb enough to to mm-hmm. say it, and then and then like and to make that and then to be and to make that his thing, and then to be so like schmoozy about like you know I, I think the rest of the Thomas experience. Then like Katie could look back at that and be like, oh, this guy. Like every time, like I, I really liked him, but it, like, is was he just like constantly just like feeding yeah. me like lines of BS, like, and you know. So anyhow, I, I, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know what I, like... I guess think about it. It just seems like we're headed towards like a weird spot where like the guys are going to be voting each other off. Like it's Survivor and I know. it's Bachelorette, and it's going to be interesting to see how Michelle approaches that. Um, she can play one on one with dudes. But I do agree. Like the Thomas thing is interesting because like. I actually found it in some ways kind of refreshing that he not like, I mean, who does not go on the show with those thoughts? I mean, like, Hey, I might not like this person, but maybe it's still worth going on. Right. Like I just think he went about it. And I think there's so many other ways you can approach that. Right. Like it could be like, yeah, I I was kind of apprehensive of coming on. And so one of the things I thought about was some of the other benefits of coming on the show and, you know what? I was pleasantly surprised, like meeting you and how well we've clicked. Like we've clicked, and he just didn't take that approach. And I think, especially going for the jugular there and saying like the worst thing ever by saying like, "Yeah, I thought about being the next Bachelor." Like you can say that without saying that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I do think <laughs> there's probably again to play both sides of the coin here. I think there are things that the guys kind of like backed him into a corner with some of those things and of course on top of that thomas does kind of come across as a guy who is a bit of a schmoozer tries to say the right thing i mean he's in real estate and so some of the things you did catch it 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 was easy to kind of catch him in maybe some lies or at least some like um creative creative mistruths yes yes yeah yeah, there were there were some leading questioning going on but he walked, he, he mm-hmm. followed the breadcrumbs like the biggest doofus. Yeah. And then it didn't look good when he caught himself like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that yes. is how. That, and he tried to like back it up and that just didn't play well. He, but like, yeah, he's not uh, yeah. thinking any steps ahead. No, no. At any point in this. I just think some of these guys have less of like a moral high ground here than they make it seem like they do. Yes. Um, no, because... I feel like I think it would have been <laughs> so. much more honest and uh would have been received much better by us if trey had gone in and said look katie here's the deal none of us like thomas but he's also a scumbag in terms of his relationship with you so it's not just like a couple of us don't agree with him on some things like getting rid of him will benefit everybody and i want to be completely honest about all the factors but yeah like you guys have said they're turning it into like we are just so noble and protecting Katie's heart, and right. just we just care about Katie's heart. Like uh, yeah, right. that's not true. That's, but it yeah, doesn't have right. to be. Just be honest right. about it. Yep. Right. And while we're talking about Thomas, we're gonna skip ahead here a little bit to the rose ceremony. So we have a moment where, like, before the rose ceremony, Thomas and Katie talk one on one, and it feels like it's going in the direction of. Thomas is saving his Yeah. And Katie is falling for it, is how it plays out. And uh, classic bachelor editing. Yes. Shout out to the producers. Yes. <laughs> and so when uh, apparently there was a late start to the cocktail party, I think one of the guys like joked about how it was like midnight or later, which I Oh, yeah. Christian, oh, Christian had line of the episode. It's Sweet like, Christian. It's midnight, brother. <laughs> <laughs> classic Donnie Mix delivery. Right. <laughs> Uh, so I cannot imagine, first of all. But then, uh, so she arrives, she apologizes for being late, and then, like, thanks Thomas for his vulnerability about his feelings of being ostracized by the group. And she says this, like, in front of the group. And uh, the guys just aren't having it. So first guy to grab her, Brendan, uh, just, like, immediately like launches in with like Brendan the with stuff. the wildest hairdo that we have seen in in some time on this television show since Brandon his counterpart <laughs> night one that was also a wild yes. oh, yeah, that true. was very wild that was a little fallout boyish though this is more like like flock of seagulls ish uh i don't know it's just weird it's so poofy like so poofy. who is rocking hair that poofy on like like 
non snooky It's, is it's like the reverse of, you know, like in the 90s when girls were like mega doing the like under curl on their bangs. Yeah, the mall bangs. Yeah, it's just like so curly. You take like a roller brush and you're just blowing those things out, right? Yeah. You've got a big poof. It's like the opposite of that. <laughs> so you take the roller brush and you just do it in the opposite direction. Yeah, but he has like a, he has like the, the classic I'm a firefighter haircut, right? But then it's just like the top is like, right. it's just like, like it's, it's a, an like, extreme, it's like clay aching on the Definitely top. So I think, I think part of his problem is, and I, I can empathize with this as a fellow big forehead boy, but when like, when the hairline sits yeah, that yeah. high on the forehead, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you should go for like additional volume vertically mm, with yes. the hair like he's doing. I try and keep low profile. I think that <laughs> served me well ish to this point in life. And he, he seems to be taking a different path, which like, that's his choice, his, his decision to make. Um, but we are free to roast him for it. I think he's hoping that his giant star tattoos on his clavicles are going to detract from... Uh, Aren't they sparrows? Oh, they might be. Mm. Cool. Anyhow, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. Report back. <laughs> uh, anyway, all the guys start dogpiling on Thomas again, which leads to our rose ceremony. Yeah. Oh, we also got another classic line from, uh, from Justin uh, when he was asked about, like, so how, how would you agree or disagree and he said 100 percently <laughs> to katie <laughs> oh, absolutely 100 percently like oh all oh, these man, guys what a nugget i'm gonna have to use that wow yeah i mean 100%. While, while we're here and we also had uh thomas saying that his character had been demonstrized well, which not a is, word i mean not, not a word i'm familiar with and i have i mean i have an expansive vocabulary okay not but like he just said that like i just like my character here is just being, it's just so difficult to hear about how my character has been demonstrized. Well, I think, I think he heard Katie say ostracized and was like, Oh, that that's in the same word family, right? Demonstrized. Uh, demonstrized though. It's like, also, what could that mean? Number one, not a word. Number two, even if like it meant something, it would be like, they are making me less of a monster, which is the also not what he's going me. for. <laughs> oh, classic. Classic. All right, the, so final, the final thing I want to point out about Thomas that was a wild move was that at one point he posited that he may be unlikable because he's so successful. Did you oh, guys catch that? Like, he just achieved no, things that like they're not familiar with. So he basically implied that he's he exists on a different plane of ah. success and achievement than everyone else, and he's, that's um, why he's hated. Who is the rich guy from last last season? He's Bennett. Bennett. Oh, yeah. And he everyone is else is Noah. Secret Bennett. He's the secret Bennett. Um, I think that Thomas, it would not surprise me if Thomas, like, was getting some uh, preseason snaps for, like, the Jags at quarterback or something like that. He, he has, like, third string quarterback face. He's kind of got Mark Sanchez face. Yes. Yes. Also, can we Mixed talk about, like, Oscar Martinez? When you are in a group yes. of other, like, big guys yeah. like you kind of like don't really realize how big he's watching big him kid. walk down the hallway i was like this man fills up a hallway walking, yeah. watching him like, tower Lord. over katie at the very end too like, he's Oof. a big freaking dude yeah we realized yeah Damn. anyhow must be nice unlike yeah. my man garen from last year yeah <laughs> i think the other like red flag move from thomas was when he had that conversation with Katie and he launched in with like basically like you tell me what you think is wrong uh, yeah she, like, she did a really good job of placing that yeah because like that's a total manipulative move like mm-hmm. you tell me what you think is wrong so I can figure out what I need to say to <laughs> gaslight you like not good bro not good yeah again anyway. playing all the Luke P hits yep yep so anyway we get to the rose ceremony we get down to the last rose and she says Thomas <gasps> jaws drop commercial break eyes are rolling and she basically like kind of pulls a hannah brown move you could say remember when hannah brown like when luke did show up to the rose ceremony and I she like moved sex. she moved and- the table like <laughs> oh yeah she did move the table yeah so katie kind of does her own version of that like thomas walks up to receive a rose and he gets like really closer and she takes a step back I was like, oh, this is like her version of the Hannah Brown move. Um, I thought she was a little harsh. Gonna be honest. I think she like 
I think she just said some things that, like, we didn't need to, like, cut that deeply, Katie. Uh, yeah. Well, how so? Well, like, I think you going... You have manipulated me. No. You have lied to I me. think when she said things like, uh, you're unkind. Like, when was that implied? Like, he might be dishonest. Well, I mean, if he was leading her on that whole time, that's pretty... Oh, well, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Apples and oranges, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that applies either. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, we like hey, to expand hey, force here. I'm feeling house. a little demonstrized right now, okay? <laughs> yeah, Back yeah. up. No, Please stop kidding. demonstrizing my character because I said apples and oranges. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she she got her moment to get her pound of flesh, so whatever. I mean, she he probably it. deserved it. But like I said, I think Thomas was more of a doofus than he was like a villain. And I think he kind of got like painted into a villain because he like kind of got caught up in in some some doofusery. All right. So and that's mm -hmm. fine. That's fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Now, yeah. hey, you know, now we're left with just however many dudes that just all have Katie's best interest at heart. That's, and they all love each right. other, more importantly. Yeah. We're bros. all bros. Bs for L. You know who would not be into this Bs for L situation? Claire. Definitely not. I can't believe you guys. No one is going to get up and try to talk to me. Remember uh, that. I blocked a lot of that uh, out. That was terrible. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, go on. Let's get to let's get to our guy Blake. Okay. Speaking so, <laughs> you know, uh, first, first of all, Katie gets a knock on her door and Tasha walks in and we get fed the worst line from Katie. It's like, the last person I expected to see was Tasha. That really? Can, that cannot be the last person. Who else did you to expect see? to see? This is literally her role on the season. It's to like, like other than your personal producer that might show up, Tasha and the other girl are like Caitlin. a strong candidate number two for who yes. might show up for this. Exactly. Yeah. So first of all, just already launching in with like, Anyhow, okay, moving, <laughs> moving along here. Uh, Tasha basically just says that there's, like, someone here from her past. Someone from my past reached out to me. Which was <laughs> such an unfair line to use. Oh, because God. I am, like, Katie perked up immediately, and I was thinking, she's got somebody in mind who, like, she watched from Tasha's season. She was hoping it would be. Like, Connor with the mustache. Like the roofer guy who is now dating Piper or, or one of the other like <laughs> just super solid. Yeah. Brendan or one of the other just super solid dudes that didn't make the cut. Um, so I like I would pay a non zero sum of money to think to like see the list she had in her yes. mind when she heard oh, that very vague statement. That would have been great. Because that was me. Tasha should have done better by Katie. Yes. I didn't moment. get the whole, like, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Like, she's literally about to go find out anyway. I like, don't you have any preconceived ideas. Oh, like, it's going to be less of a surprise if I tell you now versus when you find out three minutes from now. Anyhow, it's Blake. Moines, Horny Blake the Canadian. Yeah. Horny Just Morty. Sli sliding into more DMs. Yeah, evidently. Big DM guy. Loves loves to slide into a DM. Um uh, we, we got another wild line from Katie. Uh, so they were talking like, hey, yeah, I'll just like really vibe with you. And, you know, I promise if I win that I'll propose to you, which is wild. So and wild. then and she seemed like that, I guess. But then she, you know, well, I don't know these other guys. And, um, and also and then she tells him one of her one of her like red flags is that if he stays she will be the third person from Bachelor Nation that he has dated, which is super duper unfair because he he didn't ask for any of the Claire situation to go down. Claire and Dale were together like from day one over there, and all he did was have the boner uh, experience on the on the massage date, right? Like that was that was his shining moment. Um, I don't. He was not dating Claire. No. Like to say that is I. I hate when he people talk on the show like, dating. "Oh, dude, we have the same ex." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I mean, he, uh, this is like if we're gonna call this dating, this is crazy." Like, uh, anyhow, you I, pursued I just, and had your heart broken. Now, if you want to say way. like, "Hey, you, uh, you, you are like at this point clearly approaching serial <laughs> bachelor nation person," uh, maybe that is a is a path that Katie could have taken. Uh, I'm not sure I want to date someone that's so deep in deep into mix here, right? But like to say, like I don't want to be the third bachelor bachelor nation person you have dated. Like, come on, 
What are we doing? Yeah, so I think it would have been more accurate if she would have explained it as the red flag is that I would then be the third bachelorette person who you've just been like infatuated with mm-hmm. very quickly. Like he was the guy who whined about like, well, I bought this book about Claire's mom, right? Wasn't he the book yes, guy? Yes, like, he was. And now, now I have to reevaluate my whole life to see if I even want to stick around and meet the new person they're bringing in. And then when he didn't make the cut for Tasha, he was heartbroken again and his life was in shambles. And now he thinks he can get engaged with Katie because he respects her so much. Like that, <laughs> just the fact that she's the third franchise character in his history is not the red flag. It's how soon and how seriously he claims to like just fall all of the sudden mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. meeting these people. Mm-hmm. He's a real goofball too. Cool. Just a just a real goofy dude. Yeah, he would. I have a feeling I would only be able to take so much of Blake, and I'd be like, okay, like he's one of those guys who probably like comes across like as overly nice, where you just like, oh, please, like stop, like <laughs> put a sock in it. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading another book about how to care for the mind of a woman, mm. and uh, I'm here. I'm here to care for your mind, mm. girl. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> so uh, uh, Jason has some takes about Blake. I'd like to read. Um, he passed them along, and uh, what did he say? The guy Blake seems like he sucks. <laughs> All right, so that's what Jason has to say. So thank you, Jason, for your input there. Thank you for your on-site reporting. Uh, trying to, you know, I'm trying to see if Jason has any other takes. He did watch. Um, and he is excited for next week. We got some teasers for some athletic. He was he was a big week. fan of watching Thomas get thrown out. Yeah, Jason loves a good comeuppance, um, and yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll keep it moving here. Anyhow, uh, she does like do the whole like I'm gonna make you wait as I think about this thing because I've already formed some good connections with other guys, but I really feel connected to you from the time we spent talking over the DMs. Anyhow, when she decides to not give her rose to Thomas, and also, by the way, doesn't give it to any of the other guys, I was heartbroken for Christian. Would have loved to have him around for another week. You and me both. Like, you and me both. Yeah, side note, Logan lost three guys Side note, week. Team Logan took a big cut. A, big Jordan, cut. a Team Jordan-sized cut to yep. Team Logan this week. Yep. Just, you know, usually those are so not reserved heavy for Heavy-handed weeding happening there. Yep. So. How's it feel to be on the other side of that coin? It feels, uh, it, it feels not great, but I, I feel like I have a contender at least remaining so yeah, yeah. Connor so did. that feels good yeah yeah <laughs> uh anyway she invites blake after the rose ceremony there's this like really weird like she shows up at his room it's obviously like super late they didn't even start the cocktail party till midnight so lord knows how late it is and the guy comes to his door clearly naked which which was a just a terribly produced produced yes yeah. Anyhow, it was a weird thing where they were going back and forth. Like, are you naked? Um, do you have a robe? Um, what were you doing? What took you so long? Oh, so weird. (laughs) Girl, I might be. Anyhow, so we're gonna get more Blake. Um, and in Jason's words, it looks like the super aggro physical challenge is next week. So uh, he'll be tuning back in. So excited for this. Well, my favorite episode of the year is when they force (laughs) the guys into unnecessary. feats of, of of masculinity against each other and they think they're gonna somehow win katie's heart by like body blocking dudes right. um there's someone that takes it too seriously it looks like it might be uh hunter. crazy hunter. hunter uh also hunter I, I just i every time i look at him i think uh i think of that movie dodgeball he just looks like he's a guy like that is a bit like coming in for one of those teams uh especially when we got the little clip of him coming in in his little whatever that outfit is that they have to wear. Mm-hmm. Is that a wrestling singlet? It looks like it. Looks like, it's I like don't a know super... what it is, but Yosef would not have been caught dead in it. <laughs> he would not have been a good <laughs> uh, I'm interested to see... I, I mean, it's a bummer we didn't get to see Thomas in it, because it he's, he's just a big strapping man. He would have really filled up a, a we'll wrestling singlet. We'll get to singlet. see Aaron in one, though, hopefully. Yeah, if he's I, the, on the that brief glimpse date. that I saw, he, he was Ooh. looking pretty cut, pretty cut up. I don't think Aaron's long for this world, but I, I do like the energy he's bringing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a big I must fan. Still be I in think, paradise. I think a perfect like trajectory for him would be one or two more episodes here than paradise. 
Absolutely. That way you don't stick around long enough. I would to love two chaos. more episodes, personally. Don't get disappointed with you. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited for Paradise, especially after this week's episode. I'm like, this is such a bummer of an episode. Give me some Paradise. Give me some uh, just controversial makeouts, some fights. Let's do this. Anyhow. Is Clay going to be there on Paradise? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> He's the worst. He's the worst. Um, all right, so in addition to some of the quotes we already mentioned, I have two more quotes of the night I would like to uh, bring up. Thank so you. this one's from Justin in reference to Thomas, like talking to Katie. He said, it's just going to be a bunch of bologna. And who likes bologna? You well, say bologna. 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 I do. I'm a Pennsylvania wow. girl. I'm sorry. Hey, this was Courtney who said that. Oh, well, whoever said it. Yeah. Bologna. Yeah. I loved that line. Um, and then from Aaron, also talking about Thomas, he said, it's global warming. He's on an ice cap and the seas are rising. <laughs> it's just unnecessary. Uh, yeah. Thanks uh, for that also, we, we got some good footage of Courtney working out and uh, big, big traps on that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, he it, was just it trying to get his, his sidearm raises in and yeah. like Thomas came and just unloaded on, on him <laughs> with all his feelings. <laughs> that was a pretty wild uh, scene. After trotting around the premises, like in the background of the shot it's of the very dude. much like uh, watching the NBA game tonight, like they were like talking to uh, oh, our Red guy, Velvet himself Red Velvet while he was Kevin like Herter. warming up, like doing shots, and he just like has the headphones on and like yeah, he's doing he was doing a shoot around and being interviewed, and he like responded to all the questions like it was crazy. He didn't miss a beat. It was wild. Yeah, an interesting move. I never seen that done before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've been doing it all year, but probably. Anyhow, Anyhow all right. Predictions on who goes home next. Oof. Wait, well, so first of all, let's get to let, – let's talk score and who went home t- this time. Okay, so <laughs> this week we said goodbye to Thomas, Christian, David, and Connor C. Connor C. Uh, forgot he was even on the show. Yeah, Connor C. Same could be said of David. Yeah, I don't remember who they are now, and I think they were all on my team. Christian and no, Thomas, David I hope to see team. you both in okay. paradise. Sorry, Connor, Christian, and Thomas were all on Logan's team. And Emily just skates on through – Full team. Yeah, I like. I'm really surprised Andrew M and Brendan are still with us from Emily's I'm team. I'm very surprised. Uh, I'm equally surprised that Josh on my team is still around, and James from the Big Box. So I think those yeah. are my four. Who I James I the Box been. guy has got to go. He does. He he adds nothing, and he's just good for one like super doofy line. A week. I, I I can't not think Tim Tebow when I look at this guy. So he should he should excel in next week's group date. Then he's going to be <laughs> yeah. the guy giving the the hype speech. He needs to work on. If Hunter gets fifteen minutes for the rest of our lives. <laughs> if Hunter gets too aggressive, I could see Katie throwing him out. Yeah, Hunter seems like he rides like a a fine line of uh, of you know maybe he could go across it and become like a little crazed, but I don't think Hunter has the physical juice to back up right. his um, potential like spider monkey kind of thing he's got going on. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, who would have you given a rose to this week? Who would I have? Oh, given my rose to? Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> this is a tough one. Cause nobody, nobody really had, had a great showing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there weren't a lot of opportunities for great showings. I don't know. Probably Greg. Greg. Greg continues to clock in. Just, just a great normal day at the guy. office every day. He seems like a pretty normal dude. He's funny nominally and seems fairly normal. So, that's fine. I'd yeah. give it to Greg. Mm-hmm. I I would say either Michael because of how he handled the conversation at the cocktail party. Like that was that was so upper level. Like. Could not have gone better the way the way he talked, and like, def, de, I guess diverted attention uh, from some of the drama. Yeah. So well done That's there. True. Or I'd give it to Courtney for the way he just kept banging out his reps during the middle of of listening to Thomas <laughs> about all his problems. Amazing. Uh, Emily. Um, I was trying to remember which guy it was who had. One of the guys after eating the habanero, I actually think I would have to give it to Andrew S. 
I think just like overall, aside from the like weird British accent and whispering <laughs> in the ear, like <laughs> the like touching his eye after eating a habanero pepper and not realizing like that was not a thing. The tray of like Taco Bell and Lunchables and Takis. I mean, there's just something like fun and like oh, kind of lovable, endearing. He seems like he could potentially be a fun hang. Yes. Yeah. The, the acts, as long as he doesn't slip into the him, accent. I think he's kind of in that category of like, I would want him to be a very sporadic hang. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want him to be in my regular friend group, maybe. Like Victoria like, Fuller. I see what you're saying. Yeah. A Victoria Fuller type. Yep. <laughs> Not Sorry. even. Not even. I had, to get it, I had to get it out there. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think she'd be a fun hang. Well, I, I'll stand by that take. Yeah. I think she'd be a fun hang. Yeah. Okay. Some of these girls seem annoying. She seems less annoying. Okay. <laughs> all right uh let's read off the point standings oh yeah yeah let's up. do it i don't think we did this last week and i'm excited because emily has increased her lead emily takes us away coach e herself in first place with 700 points even logan uh at a distant second at 595 and jordan bring him through at 570 as a reminder team logan is down to only three remaining bros um and i don't really see courtney Staying around for a whole lot longer. Um, frankly, like it would be nice if we could get Courtney and Aaron to maybe hang out for a couple more weeks here. Uh, I went ahead and assigned myself uh, the new guy, so I'll go ahead no. and take him. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> um, I have written no spoilers this year, guys. You'd be happy to know. Congrats. I have no idea who wins. So it's about time for me to go ahead and get on that. Crack see, that seal. Why see what the, see what the deal is here. That's all I got. All right. Well, shout out to Emily, though. Always, you know, forever, forever in our hearts. Leading leading the pack. (laughs) We'll see how long this lasts. I'm going to just ride this out while I can. Yeah. So, like, I mean, realistically, it's time for us to, like, take stock of who we think could actually win this thing, right? Well, you know, we're always kind of evaluating. Like, maybe instead of evaluating the top four, we could mention top two. Top three. Let's say top three. Well, I, we should ask each person. Uh, so who on your team you think oh, is most saying. likely to win? Okay. <laughs> Emily. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have two top contenders. Actually, I have Ooh. three. I have three. Um, Who's your third? Oh, Andrew S. Andrew S., Greg, and Michael Yeah. are my top three. Yeah, I think. Emily might have, likely has the top two. Emily is yeah. going to murder us. I think. Century. Oh, it's hard because, like, I think she really, really likes Michael, but I also think, I don't know. It's between Michael and Greg for me. I can't pick right now. I I think we lose track of Greg, but I think he's going to win. Yeah, or something really dramatic is going to happen with Greg. Like one of his nieces or nephews is gonna. Or he just like I was a little nervous this week. He talked, said something like she asked him how he was doing, and he kind of just alluded to like how this isn't really his scene. Like I don't know. I was like, how long is Greg gonna last? Like he seems to kind of be doing the thing where like we might lose Greg. Yeah, but he's also doing the thing where I think he's leveraging their connection to advance it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think he's doing that thing where he's like they can talk about more than just. Like they can talk about like how they're actually doing because yeah. like they're in a good spot together. You know what I'm I saying? I just I'm like worried that before. I'm very worried that Greg sends himself home. I don't know why that's a worry. It's well, just there. I, you know, I would welcome that. So <laughs> I would. Well, no, so. yeah, I think this this was a concern we mentioned when he got the first or did he, he burn in hot? Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the one he peaked too soon, right? First and impression so, rose. First yeah. one. He said he was like, uh, what's her he, name? He, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, yeah, he flew way too close to the sun, way too fast. Like, and then he gets nothing but a taste of other dudes going on dates with this girl he mm-hmm. fell for really yeah. early. So, yep. that's got to wear on a guy. Yep, absolutely. I think he's gonna have a hard time with the Blake uh, joining the group. Oh, dude. I am so excited for the butthurtness that is going to come out of yeah, Blake Give me any, any type of drama or fireworks to these cleanse guys, this episode yeah. from my palate. Yeah, these guys are, are so, yeah, they're so in the bag for the process here that, like, they add a person. Like, they didn't see this happen on the last freaking episode of this show, or the last season of this last show. Last two like, seasons. Thank you. Yeah, bingo. Who do you think from your team could win? Oh, man. Probably just Connor B. Mm-hmm. 
But I think at this point, I, I don't think Connor B wins. I mm-hmm. could see him being like top four or five, mm-hmm. but I think he might fall off around then. But I don't know. He's like interesting, and he's seems like a real person. I don't like Greg, uh, which I think is refreshing. Um, but I don't know. He's also a little excitable yeah. on occasion, and uh, I, I think a lot of hands. He, yeah, a lot of hands, and like the whole like nose first kissing thing is a little tough. A lot of angled face, but you know they got a lot of time to work on that. Jordan. Uh, I, I honestly don't have any winning candidates. I think Mike P <laughs> goes the furthest from yeah. my team, but yes. none of my guys are going to win. <laughs> yeah. I think out of your team, Mike P and Trey will go the furthest. Well, and like Trey, Trey, I think just runs the risk of doing too much. And like yeah. Trey has established out. himself as the Katie of this season. Like he's not going to win, but he's going to be like a close confidant of the, of the person. And he's just going to get sent home after they do a fun group date in which they don't. Actually well, yeah, like he's, he's one of the ones who okay. will get realized like, okay, now I got to start cutting like the friend zone dudes out. Yeah. Yes. He's going to be yes. one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. If we I see Tyler C come around. Aaron's kind of friend zone guy too. Like yeah. confidant. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. Well, congrats, Emily, for your win this year. Yep. We're really happy you for you. If, or Blake will win. We'll see. Oh. A classic, nobody picked the winner Good. season. <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> we got a hot streak. <laughs> okay. All right. That That's it. That's all, that's all we got? Take us home. I will take us home. You know I will. Thank you for joining us. The Wheel Route Podcast, everybody. Find us on Twitter at The Wheel Route. Send us emails to wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, go ahead and just go, go to the URL, the website for the podcast, thewheelroute.com. That's where you can get the show. You can stream it straight from there, or you can get it. From your favorite podcast acquisition service. Until we meet again, go Gators. Go Hoos. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys. (laughs)